such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast listeners, and welcome back to another week of Obviously Good. You were joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Libby. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. How are we all, ladies? Oh, just feeling very good. I had a very, very good weekend, feeling extremely lucky, Aww, saw lots of different lucky. friends. Yeah, I think just nice. And I was able to see my sister during the week. I hadn't seen her in a little while. And just oh, like, how's she enjoying engaged life? Yeah, good. And just like all the wedding planning. Mm. So I'm feeling in a really good mood, actually. I love that. Is it going to be a quick little engagement? Engagement? Well, I think so. I think they want to get married mm. as soon as possible. They're just that in love, you know? Aww. Oh, <laughs> that's what we have to look forward to. One day, guys, one day you'll find your perfect match. Oh, thanks. Thanks, <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, Bella, how was your weekend? Mine was um good as well. Feeling lucky as well. Lives okay. In a different way, probably. But um, what'd you get up to? I got a lot done. It was a very productive weekend, but then also a really fun weekend. So Oh, double. Burning double. the candle at both ends, though. Yeah, definitely. As you guys know, I... Met up with you very early on Sunday morning. <laughs> we will get to that. We will get to that. We will get to that. Love it. B, how was your weekend? Mine was quite similar. I saw a lot of friends. Um, went out on Saturday and was really proud of myself. I did not drink. I drove. Whoa. Wow. Um, and yet was still the last one there. What time were you at to? Uh, five. What? A.M. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And, and the thing is. Wait, you hadn't had any drinks. I'd had four drinks throughout from but you were driving. 6 p.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving, that's <laughs> yeah, fine. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Always very safe here. But I have so much energy as a person that when I then, you know, pull out my keys at the end of the night and go, or in the beginning of the morning and say, I'm driving, everyone's like, no, you're not. You're drunk. And I was like, oh, no, I'm like, I'm very sober. And everyone's like, wait, why are you still here then? And I was like, yeah. oh, no, I'm just having a good time. I could not last. Yeah, neither. But we were talking about it earlier tonight. If you're not drinking – you kind of don't exhaust your energy. So you're just kind of there socializing. Yeah, and you pick up on other people's energy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I still wouldn't be able to do it. So I'm impressed. I'm proud of you for not drinking. Good on you. I know. My body likes me. <laughs> body nice. likes me more. Talking of not getting on the town, Libs, we should take it to Talk of the Town, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss what is hot off the pass in food this week. So I've got a really exciting one this week. This is one that's a, sort of quite close to my heart because it's mm. quite close to where I live. So the group Applejack, you'd know it from like SoCal, the Butler, okay, you know, that that group, they have decided to take over Foresters in Surrey Hills. So oh, so they've bought it. Well, the actual story is that JLL is a leasing company and they have leased it to the Applejack group from the original pub group. Yeah, I saw on Insta actually today that they've done a whole, like a whole new refurb yes so totally is it kind of similar to the butler because i've been to the butler before well they were saying that it's they're keeping the pub vibe so they're trying to like keep true to who foresters is i suppose but they're fancifying the menu so they said it's actually a combination between socal and the butler right so they're doing a bit of meeting both. in the middle yeah because socal is pretty chill yeah exactly. i right. feel like that combo would be a vibe i agree maybe we should try it out maybe we should maybe Okay, let's not give too much away. B, take us to where we went this week. Health Food Beach Babes. That's who we were channeling this week. 
at Blackwood Pantry in Cronulla. Co-owners, now excuse my pronunciation here, Rob Lechewiz, Daniel Sarudami and Paul Pisani contacted the best of the best when opening this establishment in 2016 and coffee sits at the centre. In the coffee machine sits some of Sydney's top roasting beans and on the all-day menu sits a mix of colourful, sweet and savoury dishes. Aesthetically, we didn't think the venue lived up to the hype it had generated and yet it appears to have somewhat a cult following with a line out the door on all weekends and the likes of Sarah's Day even having her own dish on the menu. Has the Shire shone? <laughs> I liked really, that. Really, really interesting question. Has the Shire shone? I don't think it was shining as bright as it does generally. Really? I don't think it was. Yeah, I think that it's, you know, we walked. So just to give everyone a picture, essentially Blackwood Pantry is in the back of an alley. Super rando location. And Very at, hard to find. Very hard to find. And we're at this beautiful beach, like, you know, the sun was shining, everyone was on the beach, water was crystal clear blue. No, we're back in some random back alley with thousands of other people, not ideal in COVID times. Definitely not ideal in COVID times. Yeah. And so I, I think that if you're asking, did the Shire shine? Not sure. Not sure. You know what? I'm actually like very – I know what you, you're talking about, Libs. Like you wanted it to be on the beachfront so I you did. could overlook the water and la di da da But I actually thought it was such a vibe, even though it was quite hidden – and like I battled trying to find it. As I was saying to be, it reminded me of like Rodeo Drive or something like that. And forgive me, but I've never been to Cronulla. So I was like, wow, this place is kind of cool. We did no, love No, but Cronulla. I think you're getting kind of swept up in Cronulla, not Blackwood Pantry. Yeah. I mean, valid. I never thought <laughs> of it like that. Because like agreed, like when you come down that main strip of Cronulla and there's, you hit the beach, it's beautiful. But here's this iconic venue shoved in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. That was totally my opinion as well. And I think also like what you were saying and something that we do need to point out. So Sarah's Day is a sort of health, food and lifestyle influencer. Who resides in the Shire. Yes. And she's got very mixed reviews. You know, some people love her, some people hate her, but whatever, that's by the by. She has sort of made this place super famous, as you said. That just blows my mind that she, as an influencer who's all about taking the right photo, would go to this place to take those photos. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No, I know exactly what you're trying to say. And when I was researching this place, it kind of sort of dawned on me that maybe, you know, it's been open now for going on, what, five years. Maybe when it opened, it was... The bee's knees. The bee's knees. And, you know, Sarah's day was, still is the bee's knees. Maybe, you know, it was such a hit then and still like a regular amongst the locals. But for people that don't live in the Shire and we're coming from like inner city to come out, for us, it's like, oh, we've heard all this hype, but doesn't really live up to it you know i think like well for me anyway i'd h- heard nothing about it besides little chitter okay so you didn't you- know about it yeah. yeah so for someone that has no expectations i thought it was quite pretty like random yeah and, and there you go and that's when the expectations can kind of just f you yeah <laughs> it's true and i also think to give context to this conversation as well what i'm mainly talking about is actually just the aesthetic i'm not actually talking about the food yet like, I want to get to that and talk about the detail of the food. True. Aesthetics is a random vibe. In terms of the aesthetics of it, I thought the aesthetics were overhyped. Yeah. And I would not want to be sitting out on those tables where everyone was waiting in like a crowd to come in. I know. And so how long did we wait for? 30 minutes. 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Which is actually all right. We've waited longer for different places. We certainly But have. still in the beating sun, not ideal. And when you're both hung. Mm. <laughs> It was Graham Cafe 2.0. <laughs> yeah, I was getting flashbacks while we were there thinking, I think I've seen this iconic scene before. 
Look, I think we did well. We had brave faces. Our not, stamina no is amazing. No one vomited. It was fine. <laughs> there were some scarce moments. <laughs> I did have to get out of the car at one point. I was going to say, someone did flee the passenger seat earlier. <laughs> anyway, let's actually take it to the food. Perfect. Very, very keen to talk about this because we did do a bit of Instagram deep diving before we got there on the on the journey. The Always f- recommend. Absolutely always And check out our Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. If you are going to go, you'll be able to check out our Instagram as well to see what what else is out there. But one of the things that stood out to me on the menu was this Turkish plate. And it did look bloody good. Classic for you to order a Turkish plate. You're going to order that. You just like... I don't know, You maybe you are Turkish. I wish. I love that sort of style food. Essentially, it was two poached eggs, some beautiful sautéed mushrooms, all different types of mushrooms and different styles. And then in the rim of the bowl was this yogurt. I thought it was going to be labna, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was just pure yogurt. I think it would have mm. been better if it was labna. But maybe too rich. Yeah, too much of it happening for one so dish. Because there was so much there. There was a lot. And then two beautiful bits of sourdough. And I hopped into it. I smashed it down. I really liked it. I think it's a really big serving, which is really awesome and really interesting flavors. Happy. It also looked great. Yeah. It definitely was like the most aesthetically pleasing dish. Definitely. Because like if we take it to my dish, I got the morning glory Mm. and everything on there tasted great and it worked well. It just looked random. It came in kind of like sections. Yeah, like sectioned off. Nothing kind of gelled. I see what they're trying to do though. Well, they do have lots of those things on the menu. So like they have like the poke bowl, they have the nourish bowl, they have those sort of classically health style bowls. But bees was a bit interesting and and talk to it more, bee, but it had the scrambled eggs in a pile, then chorizo. like Yeah, it had scrambled eggs in a pile. Next to it was chorizo, then avocado, sweet potato, labna, kale, and sourdough. And some pickled onions. That's and pickled onions. Like the healthiest looking morning glory, like big breakfast bowl I've ever heard of. Well, that's it. Chorizo is not necessarily amazing for you. But in the sense that like normally those dishes are designed for like, you know, the big breakfast kind of deal. Like, yes, true. Where you would it's, expect yeah, to find bacon and... healthier take on big breakfast, should we say. I really enjoyed it. Everything tasted great. I think my only feedback was the chorizo was a bit cold. Oh, and my concern, you know, sometimes when you do see these dishes is they're, they're trying to put so many different elements on the plate that if they don't time it correctly, there's going to be something that's probably sitting there a bit too long. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and always like, a chorizo. Sorry. Chorizo shouldn't be cold. No, you don't want it cold. No. not. I mean, I'd rather not that- want it, to be honest. Oh, whoa. Are you yeah. a chorizo hater? I hate it. Oh, that was be the reason she chose it is for the chorizo. Oh, I love it. I, I try it every it. time and I'm like, no, nah, not nah, still not converted. Spicy sausage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, get me some spicy sauce any day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, calling on. Anyway, Belle, what did you grab? So I decided well and truly before we even got there that I was going to get a chicken burger. I got a little bit worried for a bit that it wasn't going to be on the menu, but it was. So it was fine. Simple, like almost tasted healthy. That's good. The chicken was fresh. Was it spicy? Yeah, it definitely was on the spicier side. I don't know if that was the mayo or if it was the actual chicken or the slaw because it came with slaw as well. But yeah, definitely a kick to it, which is what you kind of want when you are yeah, feeling for that sure, for sure. hungover. And also sweet potato fries on the side. Which was very much appreciated from my side of the fence. Yes, I was happy to give you some love. I was hopping into them like yeah. no tomorrow. Did they come with the burger or did you order them separately? It's like an add-on. Right, okay, so it's an additional. I think it's only like $4, something like that. Otherwise, if you want to get sweet potato fries as its own dish, it's about $9, $10, I think. Yeah, but it comes with aioli and stuff like that, which you definitely need with those sweet potato fries. Oh, yeah, like where was that when yeah. we needed it? We were yeah, I that. just you definitely need a sauce with sweet potato fries. 
fries because it's that kind of flavor that just keeps and getting... they're so they get compared to like normal chips which are i don't know different and they don't last in your mouth as long sweet potato fries are like sort of like stodgy in a way yeah 100 yeah. percent. that is the word it sticks around for a bit and your burger bell is exactly what i'm talking about in the intro when it's like the colorful dishes your like the slaw and what was happening it was a very colorful burger definitely very colorful burger look eat the rainbow as they say eat yeah. the rainbow it's definitely healthy well, speaking of colorful dishes that were not healthy mm. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the pancake so we decided hot cake oh we decided to get an extra dish we decided to get the hot cake as b said came to the table looking like a piece of art had a big scoop of passion fruit curd on the top which was to mm, die for that was, was very good it was still warm and it was dressed in some passion fruit syrup it had blueberries edible flowers and coconut over the top i really enjoyed it i just have to say though i feel like if you're just eating that on its own it would have been far too rich agreed completely that's not a breakfast meal no. that is a, a sweet yeah it was quite sweet it was a coconut hot cake yes true sorry but do you reckon i don't think the coconut was making it that sweet i reckon it was the curd on top and no oh, no, no definitely no i was just saying for listeners it is a coconut hot cake if you don't like coconut or are allergic i don't know can you be allergic to coconut probably probably definitely absolutely but yeah i think they used that coconut flour because the hot cake itself does it didn't have that springy texture that you normally get from a, a pancake or a hot cake that has normal flour in it it was more like a dense and, and more like a cake like a freond kind of where you like mm, yeah, cut into 100%. it and it just falls apart like that but i really really enjoyed it two things to mention here just one hot cake feel rando. like maybe you do a bit small do three do two. Yeah, it wasn't. One is a bit of a rip. Yeah, exactly. And it was small. You're totally right. It was the size of maybe your hand as opposed to like, you know, sometimes when they do one hot cake, yeah. they do like It's a, like the like size of the plate. Harry's, yeah. for example, they do the one hot cake. But it's huge. But it's huge. But it's huge. Exactly. And then second thing on a more positive note was we obviously ordered all our main meals and then we said, oh, yeah, we better try the coconut hot cake. And then the waiter suggested, oh, I'll bring it out later. Yeah, he was good. And when he came over, saw where we were going with the dishes and waited for me to give the thumbs up to go and make the hot cake. Yeah, which is like actually really thoughtful because we have ordered more dishes before. And then obviously you then either have to wait and eat it cold or you're like jumping between sweet and savory. Totally, totally. I thought it was a really, really nice touch. And it seemed like they did, particularly him, that wait staff guy, seemed like he really cared. Yeah, I he really, really yeah, him. he really did. Also something to note or touch on quickly was our drinks. Nothing really special to write home about here. Well, talk to me about that because in your intro, we talked that coffee was at the center. Exactly. So that's why it made so much sense when, when we got the bill, you had broken out on the receipt the coffee <laughs> they'd used in your coffee. I just wonder why they used a different one for you and not for us. It was interesting. So what the, the girls are referring to is I got a long black and and often as it happens with long blacks, because you're, you're getting, I suppose, coffee in its purest form, sort of a weird way of saying it, particularly if you get a short black they ask what do you want what type of coffee do you want we've got some from here some from there whatever the story is and in this case it was a single origin single o coffee so it was from one place they didn't tell me where the place was but they'd chosen that for me so as opposed to me being like no I'll just get the generic house blend i got the sort of specialty coffee it's which like w- when they upsell you vodka in a bar when you're drunk yeah <laughs> and they're like you're like Vodka lime soda, and they don't go for the Mishka, they reach for the Belvedere. Yeah. <laughs> the Grey Goose. You're yeah. Like, no. You're like, uh, nobody. No. <laughs> well, exactly. So, I mean, I did, I was happy with that because I love to drink nice coffee, but I just thought I was having, we were all having the same coffee. Yeah. Like, you know? it's, it's something that's harmless, but like, just say it. I don't yeah. like when things are just added on 
and assumed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed completely. But maybe it's – maybe I didn't read the menu. Maybe it says if you're getting a long black, you get something. I mean, maybe. And you're right. So basically when I was doing my research, it was the coffee first and the menu. It wasn't like, oh, let's build this restaurant. It was let's create somewhere where you can drink really good coffee. And originally when it opened in 2016, I'm not so sure about it now, they brought on baristas from quite well-known um, coffee places or cafes in like the inner west and they've also used very well-known or good quality coffee beans yeah right and that look that that makes sense but it seems weird that then they wouldn't have taken more care when we were ordering our coffees because often you go to places now and when you order if they if they're a coffee place often you get like a bit of sparkling water with your, your long black or whatever that's a really they, good they point. take that care to me i i didn't walk away thinking they know a, their coffee. They know their coffee, or yeah. or maybe they do know it, and they're just not snobs about it. I'm not, you know, that's, true. Like maybe it's meant to be a simple, it's just is luxury what it is. there. Yeah, exactly. Did you like yours, Bill? Mine was fine. You know, a little bit small. <laughs> yeah. I was literally about to comment on the size. I yeah. just think sometimes you get gypped. But well, I did like. I will comment on the glass. It was nice drinking it out of a glass like that <laughs> that's really funny because Bella and I both got iced so I got an ice long black she got an ice latte and it was quite funny mine comes to the table and mine's significantly taller than hers mm. and I was like sucked in loser but then we realized probably because hers has milk not sure you know what I find really funny and like we can take it to these guys tell me what you think about this because I don't think we've ever talked about this but why do iced coffees when all you do is put like a shot of coffee and water or milk or whatever in it why do they cost? They cost more, is what you're trying to say. Generally, yeah. there's two shots of coffee in an iced coffee, isn't there? I don't Where know. Where are that's you getting true. that from? Is that true? No, I don't think so. It could be. I thought it was because otherwise it would be very diluted if uh, it was one shot and then milk. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe they're no... meant to be that size that it came out on the weekend. Okay, what we need to do is if you're a barista, you have been a barista in your life, you know a barista. You have maybe an unhealthy obsession with being baristering. <laughs> Not a sentence, but you get the gist. Please write in. Send us a DM on Instagram or send us an email. Explain why. We need to know the story with this. Because, and I'll just wrap that up with, like I understand why when you cream the milk, there's a lot of effort in that. It it takes time. Yes, agreed. There's art to like pouring it in. You know, I get that. I get it. Cappuccino costs more than a long black. Great. So it should. Happy about it. Sometimes, not every day. <laughs> but putting just some ice cubes in there, which is just frozen water, why does it make it more expensive? If you know, please prove us wrong. Tell us what the truth is. We really, really want to know. Well, before we go way too far down a rabbit hole, let's take it to order off the menu, which is the part of the podcast where we decide whether it's worth your time or not. Bella, made or date? And this is a weird one. Mm. It is a weird one, but... I'm just going to have to go with mate. So give us why you think it's mate. Because as you guys have already kind of established, it's a bit of a, I would say, girly place. Yeah, well, you've got all the nourish bowls. Like, I mean, stereotypical, of course, but you've got the, the health foods, health there's, smoothies, that sort of thing. There's a pink vibe happening. Mm. It's definitely just not sexy enough. I mean, unless you were about to date someone that was like a coffee connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, but on your first date or like the first few, it's not like datey enough. I don't know. No, I would be hectically disappointed if I got taken <laughs> on a date there. I'd be like, sick, it's breakfast, and we've just waited for 40 minutes. And yeah. true, that's a huge mate's vibe. Yeah. yeah. The waiting time is mate's yeah. vibe. Yeah. Because you don't want to stand there awkwardly being like, so you did a master's in psychology at. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on a couple of first dates, I can tell. You know um, what? Happy with that? Libby, dollars for dishes. 
So breakfast can be quite tricky because you can get anything from a $9 egg and bacon roll, not at this place, but generally speaking, $9 egg and bacon roll up to, you know, super expensive, whatever it is, $30 for a, Mm. you know, nourish bowl or something. And so this one does sit sort of happily in the middle for breakfast, but we've got most things were roughly around that $20 mark. I mean, as well as saying that the pancake or the hotcake, sorry, was $20. That's quite expensive. That was quite expensive, But then my Turkish bowl was $22, which is really expensive, but it was really good value for money, like in terms of I was stuffed afterwards mm. and the flavors were really interesting so small i was gonna say yours looked the smallest it felt the feelingest the most feeling. wow it felt the feelingest okay it was just like really filling and the textures were really interesting there was actually a lot of mushrooms in there and two eggs very generous like two True. eggs i mean it certainly was filling i think we all left i guess we ate a dish and a half but <laughs> we all quite sufficiently full yes we did walk down to the beach afterwards just to go for a quick dip and felt a bit sausage casing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> felt a bit like roly polies rolling into the sea, but um, <laughs> worth it. Worth it indeed. Because it was like a mid range for breakfast, I have to sort of put it at a mid range because mm. I can't compare it to these, you know, fine dining dinner experiences because it just doesn't match up. So breakfast to breakfast, I'm giving it a three point five out of five. I can sleep at night with that rating. I'm glad to hear it, B. Yeah. All right, take us away with a bit of bougie or basic. Ooh. Look, breakfast is never a bougie meal, but if it's going to be, then Blackwood Pantry's doing it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, like it is bougie. I feel like you wouldn't be able to rock up there in your swimmers. No, and people were waiting 40 minutes to go. Like people Some were people caring. Were in their gym gear. Yeah, yeah but, but that's, gym's bougie. Yeah, gym's bougie now, man. <laughs> in the morning. Come on, Liz, you're up with pop culture. I'm in my Lululemon and my Gymshark. I'm just comparing it to somewhere like the Mayflower, which was bougie for breakfast. Okay. Where you're having champagne, you're having... Caviar. Exactly right. But this is like a beach. This is shy bougie. And we totally forgot to mention... There was a drinks menu. You could have ordered okay, alcohol. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, play it. Yeah, there was champagne on tap, I think girl. that would have made me feel so sick if we had seen that. <laughs> Here at the dog, I should have just got mimosas for everyone. <laughs> Actually, oh, good idea. Really fun. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Damn it, B. Oh, old B. Anyway, locking in bougie. Yes. Nice. Okay, nice. so bougie, 3.5 out of 5, and definitely a mate vibe. Perfect. Ching, ching. Time to bring it to food features and fails which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or a terrible fail from our week. I'm going to go first. All right. Because I'm really excited about this. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I can't wait to hear. I'm excited for, I think, the little bit of pot stirring it's going to cause. Oh. Okay. I'm featuring Cheesy Cross Pizza. Cheesy. Oh, my gosh. I'm just so uncomfortable. I knew Olivia would hate this. Cheesy crust pizza. So, you know, back in the day when Pizza Hut was the bee's knees <laughs> and you'd get cheese stuffed crust. Yeah. I am a sucker. You know, knowing my five-year-old palate, love a cheese stuffed crust. Uh, yeah. Had pizza last night. Pizza Hut pizza. No, 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 no. no. Other pizza places do it now. I do did they? not have Pizza Hut. I had another random. I was going to say, it's not like you'd get Pizza yeah, Hut. Yeah, it wasn't a chain. It was like an individual pizza place and it was an option. And I thought, I'm going to do this. It's hilarious. Like, okay. For, for like at the start, I was like, is she talking about cross pizza with cheese on it? So I think <laughs> well, it's fine. No, no, man. No. Yeah. I think that's fine. If you're going from like an independent pizza place to get cheesy crust, that's fine. So can you just talk us through? Sorry. I just need to know. Yep. Give I'll us break it story. down for you. Yeah, break it down. Um, it was a Sunday night. Feeling pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ordered an Uber Eats. Prudence passed me the phone. <laughs> 
Okay, get pizza. Okay, pizza, pizza. Up, okay, it's too long. <laughs> anyway, saw that the option was, as I am seeing more on Uber Eats and Menu Log, more pizza places are giving the option of traditional crust, thin crust, fat crust, cheesy tough crust. Okay, well, wait. Well, all I actually wanted to know is when the pizza arrived, you'd order the cheesy crust. Where's the it looks cheese? Like, and it, it looks like a normal pizza. Okay. But, but when you get to the it. crust, it's got cheese in the middle. And so just, how do they it's not dry. It? Oh, okay. okay. What pizza are you eating? It shouldn't be dry anyway. No, when you get to the crust, sometimes the crust is a bit like meh. Only if you get crap pizza. Yeah, go to yeah. wood fire places and you'll be fine. <laughs> crust is the best part. It's true. In a good pizza, crust no, is fine. No, I think you're both right. But you're featuring... Cheesy crust pizza. How funny. Cheese stuff crust. All right. Oh, okay. I knew you would hate it and that's why I wanted to feature it. I do feel a bit uncomfortable, but I'm happy to let you ride it. I think while I digest that, Belle, can you give us a feature or a fail? I definitely can. It's not as um, adventurous as that. Actually, kind of, <laughs> uh, in a different way. So the other day, it was my boss's birthday. So we thought, hey, you know, we're all in the office like once a fortnight at this stage. So we make it a bit of a day when we are in there. It was her birthday. We're like, let's surprise her. So we took her to Kid Kyoto. Oh, I've always wanted to go. I recommend it. I'm just going to straight up right now and just say it's a feach. And then I'll explain a little bit more as to why I think it's a feach. That's now. (laughs) So keep going. All right, give it to us. So we got the tasting menu. Oh, always a good choice. Always a good choice. And so easy with a work group. Oh, so easy with a work group. No fuss. They bring everything out. Yum, yum. My favorite was probably the watermelon sashimi, which I thought of you guys because we'd just been to that vegan place. Oh, Mm. nice. But it was good. What is that face about? You know how B feels about these sort of things? Yeah. We're not going to open up that can of worms. But yeah, I will actually comment a little bit of a fail on their lychee cocktails. I just felt like there was no alcohol in it. Kind of good for a work setting though. No, but we all got cocktails. Oh, and everyone else was getting litty titty and you weren't. No, like we all got lychee cocktails to start with. And oh. then we did this thing where we all kind of branched off with different cocktails. And I was like in charge of choosing the birthday girl's drink. So I was like going to get her something that definitely has alcohol in it. <laughs> so I went with the dry martini. And <laughs> it was actually such a vibe. Like I'm not much of a straight vodka. I know that uh, to me, they just taste straight like alcohol. Like, yeah, it's intense. It's not- but this one was like delish. Yum. Like, I think I'm changed now. I think I wanted to change over to drinking hard spirits. Hard spirits. Maybe there, <laughs> honey. <laughs> well, also interesting to note, though, if you're a fan of the podcast, you will know that we have tried Indu and we've also tried Mexico, both from at-home kits. And they are part of the same group as Kid Kyoto. So worth a try, all of them, by the sounds. Amazing. Libby, have you digested B's story now? Oh, I don't know if I ever will, to be honest with you, but no, no, kidding. Uh, I also have a feature. Features all round for us this week. Yay, not so excited for you. It's always a feature. Yeah, but I was saying how lucky I was and part of the reason I spent all of Saturday with some of my best school friends. We actually went to North Bondi Fish. We got to sit in the most beautiful table. It wasn't one of the ones that is out on the balcony because they're like in direct sun. It, mm. it was sort of in one sort of table and it meant that we only started to get the sun really late in the afternoon. Because it's not a particularly large venue, would you say? No, and it's even smaller currently because they're doing renovations on a portion of it as well. Oh. Yeah, but it was still so beautiful. Had such a good time. We were feeling very, like, basic bitches. I actually do want to say something here, just a little caveat from a previous episode Mm. where I, I meant to say basic bitches, but I said white girls. Now, to be a basic bitch, you don't have to be a white girl. You don't have to even be a girl. 
You so can, true. And so I just want to caveat, I actually meant basic bitches. <laughs> you know, you know Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. And I appreciate it. Yeah. So we were feeling ourselves, feeling like basic bitches, drinking our rosé in the sun. We got margaritas. And I, my feature that I'm going to actually mention here specifically was the sashimi. Now, the reason I'm mentioning it is because I haven't had sashimi like this in a very long time. It was cut super thick, which was really beautiful. Yeah, and just like that sort of, for me, someone who loves sashimi, being able to chew into it, like really meaty, bitey texture, yum. I loved it. Really awesome. Delicious oysters. Heaven time in the sun with my gals. Can I ask, was it a special occasion or just cause? It was kind of just cause. I love a just cause lunch. I think that is so important in life, just have just cause moments. It is. And this is the age. This is the time to be alive. 26. (laughs) Wow. All right. I think we do need to leave it there. It was a feature for me, but let's wrap it all up. Let's wrap it up, guys. If you've enjoyed what's in your ears, please leave a review, give us a rating and subscribe to the podcast so we can continue to be in your ears. Absolutely. And make sure that you tell those friends of yours. Word of mouth is the best way to get the podcast out there. And if you want to see pictures from today's episode or just check out any other food that we've had in the past few weeks, you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Getting ready for Christmas. <laughs>